December 2010. The Spider-Man Crawl Space Podcast is sponsored by MailOrderComics.com. They have today's comics at yesterday's prices. Their discounts start at 38 and they go up to 75% off the cover price of new comics and trades. A spider example this month is Ultimate Spider-Man number 154. This one is written by Brian Michael Bendis and is a prelude to the Death of Spider-Man storyline. That's reuniting artist Mark Bagley with Mr. Bendis. The cover price of the book is $3.99. Mail order has it for just $1.99, which is 50% off the cover price. So check them out at mailordercomics.com. Okay, it's our one and only call-in show of the year, our final one and our first one. Our first guest is Donovan from the Amazing Spider-Man Classics podcast. Also, the Clone Saga Chronicles. Donovan. Uh, I'm, happy, I'm happy to hear Zach. I'm sure it's going to be a fun show because I've been joining for some joiner. I didn't say that. Jones is for some joiner. Um, yeah. You uh, should wear in a club. Your, your 20s your twenties are in the mail, by the way. I'm just telling you now. I, I, I expect them to be, so thank you very much. <laughs> um, okay, now. got five guys in line here. I, I, I've had this question for about maybe the last six months, and since this is like the most opportune form to address it, with you guys on the call, I and it's sort of like akin to like I think last time I asked about Spider-Man during Civil War and all that. I am not sure <clears throat> what Spider-Man's role in the Marvel Universe is right now, and it's because you know like with the whole brand new day big time thing, it's it's among this this form it's universally agreed that the character's been written differently, but he's been written to me he's been written the same way as he's been written in like other books like. Avengers and stuff, where he's sort of like a niche character, and I, I'm just not I'm just not sure where, where I'm seeing it going because you have Captain America, you have Wolverine, you have Iron Man, you have Hulk. Those guys are are not really replaceable. You have other characters kind of like them, but they're them in and of themselves. But Spider Man, I feel Spider Man kind of goes beyond the guy who says jokes, and it's just I don't know. I, I'm 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 not sure. I'm, I, there's, this, this, there's this big disconnect, which I'm not sure I can wrap my head around, especially when you go back. And this is this goes beyond like the whole one more day, brand new day thing. Like like legitimately, if you look back to like the comic books, like I don't know, five six years ago, it's like a completely different character, like in everything, like, in Daredevil, in in um in the Avengers. I mean, it's just even, that, even it's, within it's his like, own book when each writer had him. You know. When, well, yeah, you know. like, like it, it wasn't even JMS. It was like um. I guess Acosta and um, mm-hmm. um, um, Peter David, like they all, they, they weren't the exact same voice for the character, but they kind of were, you know. Like Peter David isn't the same as JMS, but they had the same kind of tone and intonation in sort of like the atmosphere of the books. And it's just strange to read a Paul Jenkins story where Spider-Man gets mind fucked by Norman Osborn, yeah. and then to an issue where. He slumps down on the back of it on the back of the door and says, "Well, Carly is this, like, like a real smart girl. So find out my secret identity." Well, since Donovan's been jonesing for some joiner, let's aim aim the question at Zach on that one. What do you think? I'll tell you right now. Uh, I think it's because number one, uh, you don't have one writer's vision for Spider-Man, and you're finally getting that with with uh, Dan Slott. But you're not before that. You weren't getting it. Uh, with the with the brain thrust, um, so that to me is the uh, is the big reason why there's not consistency in the character in other titles as well as Amazing Spider-Man. It's a it's a Marvel problem because there's not been one guy, one clear voice, one you know one headliner to base it off of. Because I mean, if you look back, Stanley, I mean, you know, when Stanley was writing it. Uh, Peter Parker was written pretty consistently. When Roy Thomas was was writing it, Peter Parker was written consistently, and and so on and so forth. And they were and they were they take their cues from Spider-Man. Well, when you have 15 different guys writing Spider-Man, it's kind of hard to take your cues from you know you you have to pick and choose, and so that's why it's so inconsistent. Yeah. All right, uh, Kevin. Kevin had something to say about that. Go ahead, Kev. Yeah, I just uh, if if I understand the question correctly, 
Um, to me, it's actually one of the strengths, the strengths of uh, Spider-Man as a character that you can have so many different kinds of stories about him. <clears throat> I think there's always been kind of a lot of different tones you can strike with Spider-Man back to... Uh, you know, especially when the first couple of satellite titles started, you'd have one with kind of globe hopping, one that's kind of darker stories, one that's kind of lighter. Um, I, th- I think that's one of Spidey's strengths that he can play so well in so many different kinds of stories. So I don't think it's a new thing, and I don't think it's a bad thing. Okay. You have a second question, Don? Well, as it happens, one just popped in my head right now, <laughs> and, I <can't, laughs> and I can't believe I didn't ask it before. Yeah. Uh, I don't have to tell you, Brad, that like the, like the <laughs> slot gate. The, whole the, the slot gate? Is that what you said? <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> I just love the fact that that's now a noun. Um, so what, okay, what, if, for the, for, um, for the record of posterity, what is your opinion on, like, what's been going on with Dan Slot and how he's reacted on online and then, apparently I just read today, like, the whole front page where he not only, not only backs up what he says, but now blames the crawl space? What's all that about? Uh, for people that don't visit the site and they just listen to the podcast, basically Dan Slott has had a bad week. I'm just summarizing. This is probably opinion slash summarizing also. So he had a bad week, and so he went to the CBR forums to make him feel better. And he searched for his name, <laughs> and he found a person saying that Slot just does it for the money. It's just a paycheck for him. So Slot said, I've been feeling bad, etc. Go fuck yourself. Again, go fuck yourself. <laughs> and so... Um, CBR decided to take that post down because they didn't want him to look bad, I guess. And uh, I spotted it, and uh, I was, was going to write something about it because I think it is newsworthy when a character of a company, a writer of a character that this site is about and many people buy issues from, when a creator tells a customer to go fuck yourself, I think that's newsworthy. Because if Bill Gates says, fuck you, Windows just ain't going to work, uh, that's newsworthy also. <laughs> so, <clears throat> so, so, Mr. <laughs> so, CVR took it down. Uh, we were able to find it in the Google Archive, and uh, I wrote a front-page article about it. 620-some-odd posts later, after a no. discussion, which is by far the biggest turnout of comments ever on the crawl space. Steve Wacker got into it, uh, pretty much defended him in a, in a jokingly manner. And finally today on uh, Slot's uh, website, Foam Spring, where he takes question and answers from people, he basically says... <laughs> I think it's Foam Spring. Yeah, is it, what is it? What did I say? Is it Foam Spring? Foam Spring. Foam. Foam. <laughs> I, I'm drooling from the mouth because I got foam spring on me. Um, no, basically, he said the guy apologized. He was nice about it on the CBR guy. CBR took it down because both parties were happy that one got told to F themselves and the other one was apologized to. Uh, and so then he uh, says that a certain Spider-Man website stirred shit up. And uh, the certain site, aka Crawlspace, have been the most vocal around the around the net. They've been quote clutching their pearls, falling on fainting couches, and waiting, writing lengthy Emily Emily posts like suggestions on how I should comfort myself online, especially the guy on who on numerous occasions who said that and others in the industry that they should go quote, quote die in a fire. Now Kevin and I, who monitor the board along with Zach. Have we ever saw someone say you should go die in a fire? That's an instant ban. Is it, that's a yeah. We've banned people for for less things that are slightly yeah. termed as threatening towards creators. And me and Brad yeah. both searched the message board, mm-hmm. and I even Googled the whole freaking internet to try to find where one of our people said this, and it cannot be found. If I said, uh, um, let me let me kind of jump in here. I know that. Uh, I have used that particular phrase in the past in a joking the, manner. The phrase has been used a lot the, on the message board, but not in re, you know, not in relation to slot or not in relation yeah, to someone dying. A, we say it jokingly to one another. We're like, "Oh, go die in a fire." And, yeah, and we that's don't a, say it, that's we a term like, yeah. used in society as a insult among friends, etc. But to specifically blame this website for calling, uh, for saying that someone said that to a creator. I want, I would like some proof. So if you, 
at know where this was said on my website, email me at crawlspacemail at gmail.com. I will publicly ban this person and apologize that it was on my site on the front page. And I will join you in yeah. that. Well, so long, I mean, if it's like an attack, if it's like an attack on somebody and not like, like a Thrawn throws out a Berserk for you, I'll go die in a fire. They're joking. Yes. If they say you know, Slot I mean, so, Road's such a bad issue, quote, he should die in a fire, that is a ban-worthy offense. And I, yeah, this isn't CBR. This isn't CBR. We actually ban people from this shit. <laughs> yeah, I will, as the guy that I think is known for banning more people than anyone else on this board <laughs> and reading most of the posts on this board, I am putting my reputation on the line and certifying that that has not been said. And the reason I put it up there is, A, because it's newsworthy, B, I wanted discussion of is it appropriate for pro professional comic book writers to tell their future and potential customers to go fuck themselves. And I don't think it is appropriate. I think you have the potential to lose customers and also offend someone that can influence others for buying their product. So, Well, Brad um – um, I, I know you know this actually, but like just for the sake of yeah. the show, I went I went on another web another message board, posted like the story, mm-hmm. and the like the overwhelming majority said that they didn't care because they thought that the guy deserved mm-hmm. it, and I just thought that so that spoke uh, to a certain degree about the mindset people have with writers yeah. or or their fan sure. base or even the there's, industry. There's there's a, there's a <laughs> very big element of fandom that wants to be talked to like they're a bitch. <laughs> That was, oh, I'm, no, I, I'm not. I'm not joking to you. There is a there is a large element of the fan base that has a masochistic need to to have to have fans as a whole talk too badly because they think that if they agree with their favorite writer or artist or editor or whoever, when they go off on somebody, that it's elevating them to their status. They, like it's making them peers. You know, like it's like it's like it's kids in school egging on a bully. Yeah. Okay. Yep. But at the same time, you know, they think that, oh, well, okay, that, you know, that means we're pals or something like that. The, the people that they're chanting and defending and cheering on, they don't give two shits about them either. Agreed. You know, they're, they're telling you exactly what they think of their fan base, you know. And, I mean, Dan Slott could just as easily say, go fuck yourself to the guy who's sitting here going, you tell him, Dan Slott, mm-hmm. you tell him. You know and I mean? and the defense from his boss, which is Stephen Wacker, he said that he is a freelancer and he is is given free reign to say whatever he wants online. And and we don't charge you three ninety nine to talk to Dan Slot. And I said I don't. I think he should do more heavy breathing if I had to charge for a phone call to him or an internet message. <laughs> so <laughs> my favorite hey, times ever. Remember, remember when people didn't like Eric Kennedy's art? It was, well, you're not the, you're not the, uh, the, uh, the audience, or you're not the customers for this art. I am. Well, we don't like what what, what uh, Slot said. We thought Slot was offensive. Yeah, well, so, you know, Slot's not an employee. We just pay him. Right. I mean, the you know, check, it's, the check <laughs> is from Marvel, not Steve Weicker. I, I, I assume. Gentlemen, uh, I hate to interrupt you guys, but I got to go. Zach, real quick, you two cents on Slot before you go. On the slot. Uh, I thought it was grossly unprofessional, yeah. and I thought it was uh, massively egotistical of him to sit there and say, "Well, I, you know, for for yeah." I just to me, he just showed his ego off by being a, a jackass. <laughs> and uh, you know, and, you and the poster, that. I think that posed at the slot was also a jackass. So well, yeah, the it's, poster it's not also said he was being sarcastic. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. even it wasn't even intended the way Slot took it. And interestingly, Slot simply said the poster has apologized. He didn't say anything about him apologizing. Exactly. Zach, thank you. So. thank you for being on. Do not be a stranger. I don't want to go a couple months without you. You're a good part of the show. Uh, yeah, I, good I, to I, have I you again, brother. Thank well, you, Spidey Dude. Oh, thank, you, you, George. thank you, everybody. Uh, I'll see you all next month. Hopefully. All right. Godspeed. I don't, I don't see. I don't see, Brad, that the guy um, who said what he said to the slot was in the right at all. I mean, he was no. being he was being a prick. Exactly. I mean, but there's but there's a professional way to handle that, as Tom DeFalco would tell you, <laughs> and has shown before in the past. And then there's an unprofessional way to do it, like you know, which is what slot displayed. Oh, and then let's have CBR cover it up. Yeah. Well, and one thing yeah. interesting to me, if we're just stirring up shit, putting it on the front page, why did CBR restore the posts? They had deleted them, but they're back now. Yeah, why did CB exactly? Why did CBR do the probably, post? probably because we shit. we brought it back up? In my opinion, I mean, if it looks and looks bad. Just, yeah, that was my thing. Like if it was if it was, if it was like if this was not 
something to have it go up in arms about. Like he's saying, like, oh, stirring up shit or whatever. This is not a big deal. Why was it initially deleted? Yeah. If if we're just stirring shit, then why is Slot perpetuating it on his uh, foamy Yeah, exactly. Which, which just sounds disgusting. Or, or why did Steve Blacker spend an entire work day arguing with me over yeah. it on our front page? Because he's trying to deflect from people talking about Slot, and he's trying to talk – get people onto him being a prick. <laughs> I said that whole thing was damage control because all he did was draw people atta- attacking him instead of slot. If you look at that thread, while he wasn't answering a damn thing, all he did was kept throwing out little insults at people. Yeah, you know, he never actually said whether, what his opinion was. He, troll, he trolled and baited that entire thread. Yeah. Over 610 posts after that, Steve Wacker trolling and baiting to get us talking about him and not slot. Don, what's your final thoughts on it? we got to get some more people in the room. What do you think, buddy? We'll get JR. JR oh, JR, I apologize. Yeah. Is it still on? Uh, yeah. Um, is it, oh, boy, guy, you is know, it professional it, it, for a comic book writer to say that? Uh, I guess is. You know, what it boils I didn't to. lose any sleep. I didn't lose any sleep over this. I mean, Dan <laughs> Slott is not uh, Steve Wacker or Joe Casada. Um, you know, I, I, I don't. Ex- I would. I would not. I would think it was inappropriate for one of those two gentlemen to say that. Uh, on the other hand, Slot is a writer, a quote-unquote creative person. I don't hold them to the same standard. Um, conversely, you know, I, like I've said before, I'm kind of troubled by, though, the whole culture where it's okay to insult comic fans, you know, but it's not okay for other people in the entertainment to insult their fans, you know, but it's okay to say that we're stupid or whatever. But frankly, I, I mean, if you've seen some of those posters on CBR or Newsarama, they de- they deserve to be told to go blank themselves. They do. They're morons. They're utter morons and idiots. Uh, <laughs> but but should Slot have said it? Well, probably not. It wasn't the smartest thing to say. I mean, it's like someone showing their newborn kid around and and uh, showing them off, and you say, Jesus Christ, that is the ugliest damn kid I've ever seen. Uh, <laughs> You know, it may not be wrong, and it may be perfectly justified, but that doesn't mean you say it, you know. So that's that's kind of how I look at it. I don't think it was wrong for him to say it, but should he have said it? No. But frankly, I don't care. I mean, I don't care. (laughs) As as we record this, I just posted another article on the front page um, about Slot and on his foam spring. And in the comment, we just got one. um, Stuart Green, he goes, am I on the same crawl space as Mr. Slot? And Stephen Wacker just wrote in. Wacker says, this is a cool place. I, for one, often use it to catch up on the comic strip. However, the person... Persecution complex and the never tested, all encompassing expertise of many of the site's most vibrant members is often like cartoony performance art. You see what I'm talking about? He's not huh? he's not even talking about slot. He's just throwing out something that he knows people will get pissed off at mm-hmm. so that they'll attack him instead. He's trying to deflate he's trying to do the exact same thing and people will do it. People I guarantee you people will start talking to him about baseball and about, you know, being professional and everything, and they'll stop talking about slot on this thread now. All right, Don. Thank you for calling in, buddy. We got to get moving. All right, y- y'all, y'all have fun because they're they're getting pretty violent. <laughs> <laughs> they get too fun. Are, they go, are they going Lord of the Flies in there? <laughs> well, it is like thirty-five minutes after we said we'd start taking calls. We've only <laughs> so they're eating their small young. All right, Don. Uh, All right, y'all take it easy. Have fun. Later. As opposed to eating their large young. Yeah. <laughs> Good God, George! I don't have time for that. <laughs> okay. Okay, hopefully that's out of the way for the rest of the show. Oh, no, it's our next question. Oh, you know someone else is going to bring it back next up. My guess. But, but you can just say we already covered it. As of now. All right, Thomas Mattis coming on in. <laughs> God damn. Uh, Colin Thomas. Thomas, you there, buddy? Hey there, Brad. Greetings. Merry Christmas, hey. sir. Well, I've had a happy Hanukkah, but oh, a Merry Christmas. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Brad. No, not. That's like asking that's like asking him if he wants a Christmas cradle. What are you doing? I, I, I apologize. Well, no, no. Well, I, see, I had the simple way Brad could settle this. You know, tomorrow I'm apparently going to Brad's restaurant as I'm going to BD's Mongolian Grill, so I expect fifty percent off my meal. Okay, I'll, I'll give you some beef. Uh, uh, <laughs> what, what's your uh, sure. Well, uh, I do want to comment on, on I guess. People are, I guess, calling it on uh, Slotgate. And, Told uh, you, Kevin. And <laughs> Told you. <laughs> but it's okay. We, did, we uh, just covered this extensively, but if you want to add to it, go ahead. Well, I did want to add, but I'll add it after my question. Okay. 
Uh, my question is, is the comic book industry, both the actual industry itself and the fans, uh, prepared for uh, future generations of readers? You know, I feel that the upcoming generations like mine and future generations of readers are, they want a lot more uh, content for their buck in when they're reading comics, and they do want serious topics to be talked about. And I can't help but wonder if the comic book industry is prepared to seriously cover those type of topics with major characters like Spider-Man or Superman. I, I think the characters are fine. I think the characters will long outlive the printed medium. I think the printed medium is in trouble. They're catering to an aging fan base that can't pick up a comic book on an impulse buy. If I could buy Spider-Man at my gas station, if I could buy Spider-Man at my local Walmart, I would say the comics are doing fine. However, I think the future is digital or some other way to make it cheaper and more accessible because the printed form is not the way to go. The printed form is being catered to 30-year-old men like myself with dick jokes and fart jokes. Any Anybody else? Two cents? Yeah, the, uh, the the print media is going away. It is. All print media is going to be probably gone within 20. It, it is, unless it's like a printed book. Because people will still want to read like like paperback books and hardback books. But, I mean, things like, mag- we've already seen, I mean, magazines are going under left and right already. And I, I think what we're go- the characters will persevere, but they're going to do it more and more often in the form of movies yep. or in the form of cartoons. And, 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 you know, and down the road, 10 years, 20 years, that's all going to be on demand, where you don't even have to leave your house for it anymore. Yeah. And I mean, people are going to stop going to movie theaters, especially when it starts costing $10 for a damn tub of popcorn. <laughs> When you got, you when it's going to cost you a hundred bucks for a movie night, you know, for the whole family, no yeah, not so much. Yeah. So, but print, yeah, print's eventually going to go to the way of the dodo. It's just, it, it, it's, it's a, it, less people are buying it, and the cost to actually produce it is increasing. Mm-hmm. And there's just no way you can, you can't sustain that. You cannot yeah. do it. Jr. Or I'm sorry, print. Oh, suddenly I'm the. It's all right. Just walking to the Bearman <laughs> crawl space. I thought didn't Jr. Wasn't it Jr. that said something while I or that had tried to make a point while I was talking? Or was that Kevin? Oh, uh, no, uh, no, no, it was Kevin, I think. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Kevin. I thought it was JR. I apologize. And I, I'm I, sorry, Brad. I didn't, I didn't realize I tried to make a point. I don't I don't know what's going on. No. And does no, anybody I, have anything else to say on that point? Feel free. Well, well, one, I don't think that that, I mean, I think Thomas's question was, uh, do are, are, comic, are comic creators and writers not tackling the type of subjects that exactly. we think? we think they should take and i would answer that as well i mean in my opinion if you know if you've listened to my rambling i think that we have been seeing them tackle it but it's always this left-wing liberal slanted viewpoint getting their uh you know doing obama fist bumps and and going on tirades about gitmo um I mean, I think there are some issues uh, which probably shouldn't be touched. You know, like Spider-Man or Superman probably should not comment on abortion because there is absolutely no way to discuss that thing without it turning radioactive. Uh, but no, I mean, the comic writers have always uh, have always kind of slipped in allegories and things of that of, of, of a serious nature. But unfortunately, what they tend to do is they tend to do it with so ham-fistedly that it's just just so damned annoying. Well, I, I think the problem is that it's not so much hand-fistedly, but more to the point that they're more focused on the ending of it than actual meat of the issue and actually having the discussion. I actually think they could talk about abortion, yeah, would it be a very hot topic and that stuff, yeah, but if they really got down to actually talking about it so both points were talked about, then it, it could be really discussed within a comic like Spider-Man or Superman or even any other subjects that are sort of similar to that. It's just that they're more focused on the ending result. No, they're more focused. This is just my opinion. I don't mean to be quarrelsome. They are focused on one perspective. They'll give you their yeah. perspective. It's the other perspective they won't give you. So, yeah, yeah they're, they're more than willing to discuss it, but they won't present the other side. So <clears throat> that was the point I was trying to make, though. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Thomas, real quick, your opinion on the slot gate? You were wanting to say something? Well, you know, all slot has definitely made it to where I will be dropping the title now. I can't believe I'm saying that, but I will be. Anybody who knows me knows that I, as someone who hates Brand New Day, I've defended Brand New Day and the book more than probably anybody 
I, I know George can um, vouch for me. Zach could vouch for me about how much I've tried. What, what specifically Brandon caused is. you to drop it? Was it the FU or the crawl space deal or what? Well, it's just the disrespect. Mm-hmm. And it's been the disrespect to him. And people like Tom Brever have shown to the fans, you know, I am a customer for. I said it on the crawl space. I am a customer first and a fan second. And a poster on the comment section asked me a question about, you know, did was it Slot's comments that just made me drop it, or, you know, and if he apologized, would I come back? The question is, if he acknowledged that, yeah, he was wrong and that he had hurt people that shouldn't have been hurt, then yeah, I kind of would because he's at least acknowledging and respecting the fans, and it's been something that Tom Brevoot, uh, Steve Wacker. And Dan Slott, Joe they just haven't shown the respect to the fans. The fact is, I'm paying my money. This is not your money. It's my money that's going towards your comic and ultimately helping your business, yeah. whether he's a freelancer or not. <clears throat> okay. Hey, Brad, can I say something real quick? Hit it real quick. we got to get more people in. Before I, okay, before I leave, because I'm, I'm out in two minutes, so I can go ahead mm-hmm. and go to work. Um Thomas's point about Tom Brevert, because Tom Brevert has acted like a dick to the fan base before and does it routinely at his blog. Um, <laughs> the, the thing about that is, is if I can put on my Steve Wacker hat, Steve Wacker would tell you that Tom Brevert is not an employee of Marvel. So there you go. <laughs> well, All right, and with, that, and, and with that, I'm out. Goodbye, George, everybody. thank you again, bye, sir. JR, bye, Kevin. Bye, Brad. Oh, yeah, and I'll talk to you guys Peace, next time. Peace, buddy. Bye. And uh, I guess, Brad, I, I'll see you. Thank you for having no me problem, on. No problem, Thomas. Uh, Thanks for calling in. You, yeah, you guys should expect this. Go ahead, you're still on. Oh, oh, I guess George left. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I was gonna say, uh, expect episode 16 of Spectacular Webs to uh, be out and ooh, within a day okay. or 24 hours. So. You had a good Greg, Later, you had a guys. Gre- good Greg Weisman show. Oh, thank, thank you. you, thank you. Well, it's up now. We're on our new site, okay. so now all the old episodes are up. Sweet. And... All right, Thomas, have a good night. Thank you for taking time. All right, thank bye. you. Okay, let me remove from the group. Okay, and then there were three little superheroes, Kevin, Kevin, <laughs> and Jr. Now we're adding uh, Mr. Thomas Duke. Not familiar with Thomas's handle on the board. We'll have to ask him when we uh, get him on the line, where he's from, etc. We're ringing Tom. Thomas, how you doing, buddy? Doing great. And what's your handle on the board? Uh, Black Seat Spider. Oh, okay, gotcha. Where, where are you calling from today? What state or country? Um, Mississippi. Uh, Mississippi. All right. What's your question for? Oh, we, we've no, 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 Memphis. Where is it from again? Memphis. Oh, Memphis, Memphis. Tennessee. Got you. You've got Kevin, Jr., and me left. We scared the rest of them away. <laughs> what happened to George? Yeah. George had to go to work. He George just had to go to work. Yeah. What's your question for uh, the group, Thomas? Okay. Well, Brad, my question for you is: yeah. What is your favorite single comic book issue ever, like all time? Uh, um. The, probably the one that got me into it. I mean, you can't top the first, your first one. Uh, the Marvel Team Up Annual Number Two. I re- that that formed my love of two of my favorite Marvel characters, Spider-Man and the Hulk. Uh, I love that one a lot. I love Amazing Spider-Man 300 a lot because of the first appearance of Venom, which he never topped that appearance in my opinion. <laughs> that was by far the best intro of a new villain of all time. A little-known classic that I like a lot is uh, Amazing Spider-Man 267, where he tracks the commuter into uh, a subdivision where he can't swing from from skyscrapers. He just has to run after the bad guy. Written by Peter David, one of my all-time favorites. So that's a good, my top three of all time. (laughs) How about you, Tom? What's your all-time favorite? Uh, Let's see. I have to go with my first one as well, which was 615 of Amazing Oh, that was your first issue of all time that you've of Spider-Man. Yeah, I typed that in. It was a message board question, like if you on podcast like one of. Oh wow, that was your very first. So you yeah. were brought in. Thanks to you guys. How, can I ask how old you are? I mean, uh, fourteen. 14. How did you discover comics? Because they're hard to find. They're not as easy to run into as as they used to be when I was a kid. It was all because of your great site and podcast. Wow! Actually. Wow! Look at boys! I got one. <laughs> Yeah, that's what, that's, that's what you said in the last podcast, 105. <laughs> yeah, and when he turns psychotic in about five years and kills people, that's going to be your fault, too, you, you Brad. Have a, you so, have an evil you know, laugh and a goblin sword, by chance? <laughs> like the new hobgoblin. Any other questions, Tom, by the by, why we still got you on the line? All right, so I got one for JR. Okay. Uh-oh. <laughs> All right, so it's it's baseball-related. You're, you're oh. a fan of the Cubs, right? 
Uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, afraid so. So, do you think it was a good decision not to go with Ryan Sandberg, or do you think it was a good one? You How know, you I have, uh, I can see why Sandberg did not get the job, because the guy who did, uh, Mike Quaddy, um, has paid his dues in the minor, minor leagues longer than Sandberg. He also was, I think, either the bench coach or another coach there with the major league team for four years. So he deserved the job more than Sandberg did. But as far as I've, my interest in the Cubs has really dived in the last several years, partly because, you know, losing my father, because we were, that was our thing. We were Cub fans. Uh, and also just their utter incompetence and, and, and stuff. So Sandberg, if Sandberg had been made the manager, that would have gotten me interested again. I think that would have gotten a lot of other Cub fans interested, made them more patient over the next couple of years, because the Cubs are going to be lousy. Because they've got to work out, they've, they've overpaid for some mediocrity, they've got to get through some large contracts. It's going to be a pretty tough couple of years. If Sandberg were at the helm, I think we would have been more patient and we would have been a lot more interested. Uh, but, you know, when it comes down to it, he probably would not have been the best choice for the job. Yeah. So. Yes. Any other questions, buddy? Uh, got one for Kevin. Okay. Thank you. Oh, cool. Uh, Kevin, when did your interest of Morbius well, wait start up? I remember you saying something about like the one of the animated series got you into him, but when was it exactly that that started? Yeah, it was uh, the '90s animated series. Even in all its you know hand suction cup <laughs> crappy glory, uh, I really liked the character and I liked Blade from that series, uh, and that got me to uh, kind of track down and find out about him and go to a flea market and find. The Midnight Suns, Morbius, the Living Vampire series, and the Night Stalker series were both really good. So they were kind of my introduction to the comic book versions, and it just kind of spiraled from there. But if you like either of those characters, I highly recommend those series. Awesome. Cool. And, uh, Brad, I just want to say that probably the reason why Zach's not here is because he saw the video of Ava Marie when you said, uh, take that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I did. Honestly, I did that just for Zach. I have to be honest. Because I knew it would have been funny if she like eating I, it. I, I, I said I'm going to put this on the front page. I'll, I'll make a Ben Riley joke and, and dig Zach a little bit. But thank you, I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, anything awesome. Christmas related? You getting Spider Man? You want this year? Uh, Spider Man three on DVD yeah. and a bunch of other stuff. Nice. That's the only one I lack from the. Well, from the, uh, you know, yeah. it's not the, that bad a movie. I mean, it's, it's one of my. It's actually the favorite of the. Oh really? I don't yeah. Spider-Man. Cool. <laughs> I still, like, I still it. like it. I mean, it's got problems, but it's still okay. All right, Thomas, I appreciate you have a happy holiday season, and I thank you yeah, for calling in. Thanks, yeah, sir. Thank you very much. Bye bye. What a nice kid. Yeah, very nice kid. And it's it's nice to know that the site has actually influenced we, people. In we've uh, gained a person to the uh, comic industry more than uh, putting him in WalMarts or whatever. <laughs> If only, if only Dan Slott knew that the Crawl Space got somebody to buy his Amazing wow. Spider-Man. <laughs> all right, we're getting our good buddy John from uh, the Amazing Spider-Man Classic Show and all-around good buddy. John, welcome to the show. Hello, hello, hello. Look at that. There's a familiar voice of podcasting. There it is. Man, <laughs> thanks for having me. What do you on. think of that? Green it's room? like a crossover. What do you think of that green room? That thing is packed with people waiting to get in here, aren't they? It really, really is. It's, it's like you know they've. They've drunk all the Dr. Pepper, which really pisses me off. I left Mountain Dew in there. I don't know why they're drinking the pepper. I mean, come on now. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm from Texas. There's one soda that I drink, you know. <laughs> oh, is that a Texas thing? Uh, it, I, I think it is. I mean, it was, it was invented here. Sorry. I mean, well, it, it certainly isn't my thing. I, I, I hate Dr. Pepper. <laughs> me too. It's made with prune juice, isn't it? Who knows? Like uh, there's been all man. sorts of uh, rumors about what's in that stuff. I think, you know, Elmer's glue at one point. I don't know. But it, it, it's honest, good, you know. I don't want to know what's in what I'm drinking anyway. Okay. <laughs> John, what's your question? We've You've got three of us. we got three little superheroes here. Who all do we have today? I, I, J- I missed the announcement. JR and earlier. Kevin and me. George had to go to work, and so did Zach. And Stella uh, couldn't make it. And Bailey is uh, making sweet, sweet love. <laughs> <laughs> He's on his his honeymoon vacation. I mean, his anniversary. Good for him. <laughs> um, 
Well, I, I understand we've already addressed the um, the slot situation. Yeah. You bet. So I don't want to retread that ground. Now I have to come up with if, a fucking question. If, if, if um, you have a new angle to the topic, feel free. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> yeah, out of 621 comments, how many new angles can there possibly be, right? Right. 621, is that where we are now? Oh, wow. I, I haven't hit those last I checked. Okay, um, here's a random question. Uh, Mr. Brad, if you were to have, um, some big, major, you know, highly marketed book in the vein of the late 70s Superman versus Mm Spider-Man, crossover between Spider-Man and your choice of DC character, whom would you pick? Well, I don't know. The ones that I know of have already been done, like the Batman, which was done by DeMatteis and Bagley, and you've got uh, Superman and Spider-Man. Um, yeah, but I haven't read any of those, so they don't Oh, they don't care. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I guess Booster Gold. How about that? Spider-Man meets Booster Gold. What's Booster Gold like? Yeah, from where in your ass did you pull that? <laughs> Left cheek. <laughs> like, the last person I would expect you, the non-DC guy, to bring up Isn't is he Booster like Gold. the speedball of the DC universe? He's kind of funny and kind of tragic. Yeah, you could say okay, that. He's, the, he's and kinda... Spider-Man's kind of funny and kind of tragic, so why don't we why don't we mix it up with those two? Kevin and JR, do either of you have a Or choice? Power Girl, because I like the boobies. I think I've said it before. If I had a choice, I'd cross him over with Green Lantern, Cal Rayner, because I think they go really well together. I think that would be a good story. JR? Uh, You know, to be absolutely honest, I have absolutely no hankering for (laughs) intercompany crossovers. I I never, I love the, I love superhero movies, but I never got into the DC superhero comics, so. Yeah. Okay, well, I guess I don't really have much else interesting to say. Um, Brad and JR, I'm looking forward to having you back on Amazing Spider-Man Classics in the near future. And Kevin, there's an open door. <laughs> if you have any Ramita issues you love and want to talk about, just shoot me an email. Yeah, I, I don't actually have any of the issues, but if you find a spot for me on the show, I'm happy to take it. We're on a bit of a hiatus now because school killed me, and uh, when I resurrect after the first of the year, they're going to be cranking back out like gangbusters. Nice. And, and it's one of the best shows out there, honestly. Really? I appreciate That's awesome. that. That's awesome. You, you and say. Bailey, just outstanding. So, <laughs> all right. Let's get some more right, people well, in here. have a good rest of the conversation. They're, they're about to attack me, so get to someone else. Thank you for taking time, John. <laughs> Merry Christmas and happy holidays. Thanks, you too. Bye. Bye. So, Brad, how many people are in the green room? Oh, you don't even want to know, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> okay, our next one is a man by the – or a woman – well, I guess it's a man – by the name of that dude. Uh, I don't know that dude's handle on the board, but uh, the call failed. It says he's offline anyway, so I guess he couldn't wait around for us. Now we're going to have... Well, it has been an hour since we were supposed to start taking calls. <laughs> yeah, I know. All right, we're going to have Johnny appear. Uh, Johnny is hypno-hustler on the board, which we mm. just mocked thoroughly a couple months ago, did we not, JR, for his first <laughs> appearance, which was one of my favorite critiques you've done. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we didn't just mock him. Oh man, <laughs> we we ranked him across the coals. So, yep. uh, is Johnny picking up? Nope. And this is another one that says offline. So. He's typing in the green room. I'm calling Johnny. <laughs> Here's <laughs> I Johnny. I want to say that I'm calling Johnny. Pick up. <laughs> <laughs> Pick up the phone. Okay, there's only so much of this I can do on my end. Oh, wait a minute. No, I was calling it. I was calling it. There's two Johnnies in the room. Holy crap. That's what's screwing me up. All right. So this one probably is all. Remove this person from the group and call this Johnny. Okay, different Johnny. I apologize. Oh, this must be insane, Johnny. I don't know, but uh, we're calling uh, the second Johnny. And yeah, yeah, his handle actually says insane Johnny. So. Okay, cool. I just noticed. All right, John, one ringy dingy. <laughs> 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 All 
Well, There's we, Johnny. What's going on, Johnny? Hey, Brad. I've uh, only got like five minutes here. Oh, hit it. What's uh, your questions? Um, has anyone read the Osborne series? JR did. I did. I did not. You haven't missed much, Kev. Um, <laughs> Aim a question towards JR. He's the goblin expert. Uh, Gary, what was your take on it? What was my take on it? Yeah. Um, well, if um, I guess I really could be uh, uh, bad and say, well, you'll have to listen to the regular podcast because I already answered that. Um, but um, it, it was it's almost too early to tell because it's the first issue. But I'm concerned that it's not going to be as much about Norman Osborne as it should be because there was a lot of ink given over to introducing all these other criminals who we've never met before uh, that are sharing uh, this particular prison with him. So, you know, I mean, the reason I bought the, the, the comic was to, to read about Norman, not all these other characters. But uh, I'm, it's, right now I have to kind of take the fifth. I mean, we're only one out of five, so it's a little early to, to pass judgment on it. Okay. What'd you, yeah, I felt the same. What did you think of it, Johnny? Um, I felt it was kind of a waste. It felt like all set up, but it didn't really set anything up. Yeah. It was because he skipped it out and saved me three ninety nine. Yeah. What's your handle on the board, by the way? Uh, in San where, where are you calling from, by the way? Ireland. <laughs> from where? Ire- Ireland. Okay, gotcha. You couldn't tell, Brad. Uh, no, I-, <laughs> <laughs> I was picking up the That's accent awesome. personally. It's awesome. Hey, got any other questions, John? Uh, yeah, just one quick one. Uh, Fred Van Lente has said he has a Spider-Man exciting news. Uh, what would you all like that to be? Fred Van Linty News. What has Van Linty done a lot of? He's done a lot of The Chameleon. He's done... What was his main storyline in the books, gang? It, I don't know if he had so much of a main storyline. I think The Chameleon was maybe his biggest one, really. But he did some uh, some web of Spider-Man. He did a lot of web of mm-hmm. Spider-Man. He, I think he was the one that did all those villain stories. Yeah. But uh, he kind of... I was liking Van Linty, especially from The Chameleon, but he kind of lost me with that Black Cat MJ story he did yes. that was just god-awful. And then we had this... Uh, the lead story in the number 647 was him, and, and I really didn't enjoy that. So I'm uh, hot and cold. Not here. Oh, we got ladies in the room. <laughs> what, what, John? And Johnny hung up. Oh, Johnny's me. done? Oh, it's <laughs> all right. <laughs> when ladies walk in hey, the man. room, the crawl space stops hey, being man, important. we got to go. So, Johnny, thank you for calling in. All right, another good friend of the site is on, uh, I'm calling right now. It's our buddy Crazy Chris, who's been with the site. Used to be the Amazing Spider-Man reviewer on the front page. And Chris, you with us? Yes, I Welcome, am. Welcome, buddy. Good to hear from you. How, how is everybody? It's just it's just the three of you. I huh? know. You just had to yeah. go to work. So you got you sound disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> did, did did the others go fuck themselves? <laughs> Well, you know, when the writer of Amazing Spider-Man suggests something, yeah, well, you, know. you know. I mean, if you're if you're a true fan, <laughs> you do what they say. Exactly. What's your, here? What's your two cents on the whole slot deal, Chris? Uh, well, I guess like trying to put myself into to slot's shoes. It sounds like he was like working himself, running himself ragged. He was sick. He had just like turned down a a, a higher paying job apparently to keep working on spider-man and so i can see why like having someone like say like you're not a real fan this is just a paycheck to you like when when you're that you know then putting that much into it i understand um why you would get angry i mean that said you know no one else but him knows any of that that's what he's been going through and so when he goes out and says something like that it makes him look like a colossal asshole well, and he could have made the exact same post and left yeah. off the "go fuck yourself," and everybody yeah. would have said, "Hell yeah, Dan yeah. was Dan was right," and screw that other guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, I think I, I, that's one of the comments that I wrote on like the six hundred post thread. Um, <laughs> that if he had just said, "No, like contrary to what you believe, I actually am doing X, Y, and Z just for the love of this," and I think people he would have gotten his same point across. I, agree. I think you're exactly right. Because that those lines are what everybody focused on. You know? Yeah. Cool. Well, and he yeah. even built up those lines. I mean, he gave him an intro with, I've never said this on a message board before, but... Bum, bum, bum. 
Yeah, he, he put the period after every word. Yep. You know, it, it was very intentional. He knew what he was doing. But yeah. anyway, yeah, I, I mean, I, I think there is a tendency to overreact. Yeah, you still there, Chris? Go ahead. Uh, or do we lose Chris? He's. It shows him still on the yeah. line, but it, he just kind of stopped mid-sentence and it went silent, so I guess we lost him. Oh, oh there you are. Go okay, ahead. what were you going to say, buddy? Oh, sorry. I, I think there is a little, like, tendency to overreact and focus on, like, the most dramatic part of someone like that's post, but, uh, you know, still, it, it does make him look bad, you know, like, unlike other people on message boards, like, he's, he's the post that, uh, people pay attention to, so it's going to draw the most attention. It's going to make him look the worst. So I, I thought it was probably, a bad move on his part, just, I mean, in terms of his <clears throat> reputation, because, I mean, you know, there are certain writers who are really awesome people, like, on the internet, like Tom DeFalco or and so on, and, like, like those are the people that people want to, like, you know, crusade for and proselytize for, and, you know, that, that that's why, like, Spider-Girl had, like, avoided cancellation for so long, because people just really wanted to support this guy and what he was doing, and partially because he was so classy online, and so I don't know people would that people would go up to bat for slot like that. Yeah. Uh, I asked you a question. So what was your official question to the board? <laughs> I don't know if I I don't know if I really had yeah. one. I I, I kind of usually just want to get on these things to say hi to everybody yeah. and um, you're, you're a, thank them for for a great podcast. You're an important member of the site, so I appreciate everything you've done over the years. Yeah, thank 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 you guys. I mean. You, you've provided a lot of entertainment. The uh, um, I don't know if you saw the front page. Did you see that slot uh, pretty much blamed the crawl space for the whole thing? No, I didn't <laughs> see that. Feel that, feel that free to really feel free to look at that and and uh, etc. That's <laughs> just we're up to seven hundred and twenty posts on that thread. Also, I'm just I'm just <laughs> kidding. <laughs> By the time this podcast actually gets released, yeah. it'll probably be true. No doubt. All right. Well, I'm going to go look at that, and then I, I got a take-home final exam. Oh, what's day. the subject? Um, constitutional law, individual oh, rights. Wow. Good luck, sir, and have a happy yeah. holiday. Thank All you. All right, buddy. Later. All right. Bye, Kevin. Bye, JR. Bye, bye, Dad. Bye, Chris. Thanks. So long. Okay. You know, the Kotlin is going pretty smooth so far. I Oh, knock on wood, oh, dude. Come dude, on. I mean, it was a rough start, but... Uh, <laughs> Um, I, I'm uh, getting people in. Let's see. I feel jinxed now. I know. I feel <laughs> jinxed world. Uh, you know, I've never seen the Skype call where it's just, you know, I'm looking at two pictures of people instead of a list. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been on a on a podcast this small, I guess. That's true. It, we usually have a lot more people in here. At least. Four. All right. We're going to try Mr. Tyler. Tyler Crone, uh, Spiderpool279 on the message board. And we're ringing Tyler right now. As I try my impression of a disc jockey. We've got Tyler on the line. Tyler is from where? Where are you from, Tyler? Uh, Maryland. Maryland. What's your question, buddy? Spiderpool279, right? Uh, yeah, I haven't posted on the forums in a while, though. I still remember it, though. <laughs> <laughs> if we remember you, that says a lot. <laughs> So okay. About? So first, I had one for Jr. Yeah. Ah, okay. With the whole, and I, I guess you guys can chip in as well here. But when I thought about it, it, was mainly Jr. With the whole slot fiasco going on recently, do any of you guys really remember the uh, fan, you know, writer editor interaction being so bad? No, I mean, the editor before Wacker was who? Axel Alonso? Axel, I, I guess. Of course, he's the one, he's the same guy that at the NYCC was, was yelling and talking over the fan who was trying to criticize Ultimate Spider-Man. And, the, and the writer story, of so. that, the Spider-Man, since 2000, was JMS, who really does didn't interact with the fans that much about Spider-Man Online. Before that, you had Howard Mackey and Bob Harris, which that was early, early Internet. And I, I, it's just so easy to go to your computer and talk to people about comics now. 
And I think Wacker and Slot are the first generation where it's really instantaneously. You put out a book, someone's talking about it somewhere on the internet. And they are kind of setting the model for how you interact with fans for the future. I, I think. And I, I think it's a bad way to start off. I, I, I wish that we got along with each other. I, 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 I really don't like the hostility of the go F yourself. I mean, what do you think? What do you think, Tyler? I, I, I don't know. I just saw that on the front page, and my first response was, you know, is this a joke or something? But then I realized you posted it, and I knew that you, you know, with the whole board and stuff, it, it just it boggles my mind that, mm-hmm. yeah, I know he had a bad day, and, oh, yeah, I can understand somebody insulted him. Mm-hmm. But you, I don't know. that you're. It's still somebody that buys your books that you're talking yep. to. And, I mean, it's, like, one of my favorite things that gets me is when somebody insults their books, mm-hmm. um, is that, you know, oh, well, if you don't like it, don't read it. And then when you don't purchase the book, you aren't allowed to have an opinion on it. Mm-hmm. So, it's kind of a lose-lose situation, but that's no. just my general opinion. The whole debate, what I wanted to start with from that posting that article is, is it professional for a writer who is selling a product that he works for to have a fan or tell a fan to go after themselves. That's all I wanted to pose the question to. And I think the answer, for, in my opinion, is no. I don't think it's professional. But everybody's open to debate. Uh, Tyler, anything else? What else you want to talk about? Uh, I actually had two more okay. things I wanted to say. Kevin, I wanted to ask you if you could say one thing to Wacker since he was one of the people that, you know, you're one of the people that he was almost personally attacking. And it was getting pretty personal at times. What would you say to him? Uh, well, I mean, I've, I've said an awful lot to him at this point, but I, I just find it sad that this is what we're down to. It's like there was a, there was a point in that conversation where he, uh, he brought up that you know he he said I was much nicer via email when I was asking for something, uh, and what that was referencing was. Probably about two years ago now, I, I had emailed him with a, a question about something in the business. Um, and he was very helpful and gracious. And I found the same thing with Joe Casada, who had been helpful and gracious in the past. And I, I, I find it really sad that this is what we're down to now, uh, where he will just be in this thread all day, next day, next day, Pretty much just giving out nothing but snark. Yeah. And, you know, it, some guy on that comment thread compared it to Nazism when it was said that maybe creators should just stay off the internet if, if this is how they're going to react. But honestly, I kind of, at this point, wish that they hadn't, so to speak, come down from the mountain and, and mixed up in all this because it's having bad results. It's obvious it's having bad results. It's making, it's souring us, and it's probably hurting their sales. So, it's, this doesn't seem like a great idea. You know, I don't think the creators should be, uh, trying to interact on these message boards when they know that there's gonna be criticism. It's the internet, it's people talking. Mm-hmm. They're gonna have criticisms, and, it's just not working out well, I guess. It's like, imagine if, if creators went and hung out in comic shops and listened to the conversations going on about their books and then went on the attack when people said they didn't like their books. I mean, it, it's kind of a similar thing. I just wish it wasn't happening, basically. I agree. And I don't want to tell people to stay off the internet, but it's not working And, well and right. to hit the point up about the Nazism... That person was banned. It just shows you that we do monitor the boards, and we don't allow crap like that or, quote, go die in a fire at personal attacks to be said on about per- people, be they creators or anybody. If I had somebody say, Kevin, I wish you'd die in a fire, boom, you're off the site. You know? Yeah, and I've banned people before for saying things that seem threatening. I can't remember the exact no. quote, but I remember somebody just ma- basically making reference to stringing somebody up. And I banned that ass real quick. And, you know, that guy came back and tried to debate with me, but that, that ban yeah. stood it. Yeah. All right. You have one more, did you say? Um, yeah, okay. well, not so much a question as a statement. Uh, 
Kevin, I also wanted to thank you for your recommendation on The Walking Dead. Who knows how long ago? Hmm. Uh, I really started enjoying that book. Got me into the television series. Although I'm kind of, I'm sorry you weren't enjoying it as much as the comic. And I'm I've just actually not a zombie guy in general. The comic's a fluke. <laughs> yeah, well, the uh, I've actually gotten um, my girlfriend reading comics through The Walking Dead. Nice. So oh, nice. That's great. I actually, uh, I'm glad that worked out for you. Actually, I, I, I honestly didn't remember I had recommended it, but, <laughs> but uh, I, I believe you. I'm glad that worked out for you. I appreciate you, you know, putting the stock in my opinion to take the recommendation. Tyler, I've been enjoying the show too. I even ordered the uh, Walking Dead uh, compendium. I think it has the first 48 issues, and I, I like the TV show so much I pre-ordered or back ordered it on my mail order list. So I'm looking forward to reading it. Well, I'm sure that people have told you if you talk to any comic book fans, Brad, but don't get too attached to anybody. <laughs> I don't know. I like J.R. and Kevin pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> and, Brad, yep. this is one last comment I wanted to say before I go yep. out. Ding. <laughs> Ding to you too, sir. Thank you, Tyler, for calling in, buddy. You have a happy holiday. Thanks for Thanks having me on. I hope you guys all enjoy, you know, your holidays and just have a great rest of the year until I get to talk to you guys all again. Right, bud. Later. Thanks, Tyler. You Bye. too. Nice guy. Very nice guy. Okay, we're gonna have who's coming in now? I think it's the pirate because he's rated R. <laughs> Sorry. Oh my god. <laughs> His name is Pirate Beck. I don't know if he has a handle on the board. Uh, we're gonna. We'll have to ask. We're finding out. Maybe it's Quentin Beck. In Quentin Beck. That would be a good. That would be a good. Maybe he's flying through the time stream with Bruce Wayne and became a pirate. <laughs> uh, Mr. Pirate, I'm ringing you. There you are, Pirate. Welcome, sir. Nope. Nope. He's gone. He's gone. Damn it. It went. Grrr. <laughs> Our matey. We're gonna get the pirate. Come on, the pirate. Pirate. All right, Pirate, you there. Hello, Mr. Pirate. Hello. Hello. Can you hear me? Fine? I can hear you, buddy. Where Hello. are you calling from? Uh, United Kingdom. Okay. What's your handle on the board? Um, Pirate Beck, but I haven't posted just yet, but I will soon. I okay. promise. I've got your word. What's your question for the group? <laughs> All right. I've got um, one individual question for, Ke- for Kevin and uh, a couple for you know all of you, if that's okay, all right. Okay. It's just me and JR after that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a small crew, yeah. but uh, what do you got? What do you got? All right. Um, have you ever read What If 44, Kevin? The one about Spider-Man retaining his six arms or not? No, I have not. I, I okay, guess that's a boring so, answer. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> no, that's, that's... I bet, um, I bet right. you I did, but I don't remember it. JR, do you remember that issue? Uh, yeah, the What If. It was the second volume of What If. Um what if he'd kept his six arms? Yeah, I remember that one. Oh. Aim at the JR then. Right. Well, <laughs> no, no, it's um, it's about Morbius because okay. in that story, you know, well, you know, most stories it's about the choice of between doing something right or wrong or a character being killed or something. In that story, Morbius is killed by sharks, and that's the change. So I was wanting to know what Kevin would think of um, he was having that major change in character. Yeah. Morbius was, was killed, killed by, by sharks. sharks. Poor Morbius. <laughs> yeah, he was taken <laughs> out worse than Phil Urich after. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> he was swimming over the ocean and uh, the sharks bit him. Poor bastard. Worst Morbius story ever. <laughs> and, and that's the change. That's why he doesn't I gotta go, <laughs> you know, get rid of the arms. My arc. <laughs> so he gets eaten by sharks. <laughs> I think that's happened, Danny. Man. I guess I never would have become much of a fan of the character then, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so he probably wouldn't have been too offended. Who's that dude that just got eaten by a shark? So he didn't he even cool. get to meet Spider-Man before he got there. He got eaten by a shark? Yep. <laughs> so the, so the conceit was, if, if Spider-Man never met Morbius, he would have retained his six arms? <laughs> uh, that, yeah, I think that's so. That's wacky. Kevin, okay. go, go find What If 44, dude. you got to get I'm gonna have to. That's I've awesome. Got, at least I've got to find on the internet the panel of Morbius getting eaten by sharks. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, there is one. It's actually um, like a blog that had a what if list, and that's where I found it because it showed the panel of Morbius getting eaten by a shark. I can find it. I'm going to Google it. And then when you saw that image, you instantly thought of Kevin. Huh? 
I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. <laughs> oh, holy hell, there it is. Oh, I'll be damned. Hold on, Kevin, hold on. Did you just Google Morbius gets eaten by Yeah, dude, and it popped <laughs> There you go. He goes out like a bitch, Kevin. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um, here, let me read it. Our Who Dares, Morbius says, or the shark takes a bite out of his ass. There began a <laughs> battle. Mindless beast, feel the wrath of Morbius. And the caption goes, blood flowing freely, attracting more sharks. No! Too many! Must escape! Creating a frenzy from which no man, living or undead, could ever survive. That's how Morbius went out. And what if, poor dude? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> uh, okay, Brad, now you know what to get me for Christmas. Oh, hell, man. That's in the quarter box, man. You can get that one. Morbius gets eaten by, sh- and he's even wearing his badass '70s threads and everything. And he's he's going out on the town. He's gonna go meet Spider-Man and meet some girls. But he gets eaten by a Who came up with it? The name is Michael Gallagher, who wrote it. Artist Kevin West. Yeah, of course, he asked me named Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I knew it was a good first there question. That's a cool yeah, one, man. That's a, that was awesome. That's dude. my favorite of the night. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, I have a couple more. Right. That's okay. Top that one, buddy. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is the worst issue of Red apart from one, you know, like you know, one more day, brand new day, whatever, and any minis, any miniseries, you know? So what's the worst apart from those couple? Oh, man, no miniseries. You can't use miniseries. No. At least answer out this question, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> JR, what, what do you like, man? It's got to be something in Team Up. Although, what I actually, I think the question is what I don't like. Um, yeah. Well, the, re- the reason, you know, I think one reason he said no miniseries is the same reason you say no Team Up, because that's like shooting fish in a barrel. I mean, those Sharks stories are almost pool. uniform. <laughs> yeah. Well, what if what if would probably qualify, too? There's just a lot of absolutely bad stuff yeah. in there. Uh, like vampires and sharks. The, uh, the story that I thought was the worst before Brand New Day, actually, uh, was the uh, two-part um, uh, Goblin story that happened during the uh, Burn Mackey um, reboot, yeah. where the Green Goblin 5 was uh, revealed to be a clone, but you didn't know of a clone of who because he changed faces and then he disintegrated. And it, but, but there was a lot wrong with that story. Everybody was just acting so weird. You know, Peter sleeping yeah. on the streets, Liz saying, I don't want to help you because everyone who gets near you dies. Uh, Flash Thompson saying, oh, yeah, Peter's got great luck with girls. Two of them are dead. <laughs> you know, it, 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 it was just an awful story, you know, and uh, – uh, to me, that was one of the most cynical, hateful pieces of garbage I've ever read. Um, so that, that 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 probably until brand new day, or I'm sorry, one more day. Uh, that that was number one on the shit list. <laughs> yeah, I own it too. I own it. Yay! Like, you've got a classic. No, no, no. I think right. the worst one I ever read before One More Day was probably Maximum Freaking Clonage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Even though it had a, a one shot on either end, it ran through the main title, so I think it counts, and that was just, that was shit writing, it was shit art, it was shit ideas, it was shit covers. It, <laughs> there was no redeeming value to that. There's a thousand clones of Spider-Man! <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> which is okay if you release them on the city. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> I'm gonna defend um, myself there. <laughs> nice. All right, I've got one question left. All right, bud. I'll keep it simple and short. Um, what's the one story you'd like to see in animation that's not already been done and not the Secret Wars, Brad? Because I remember you said it before. <laughs> I was just thinking <laughs> it. <laughs> um, uh, animation. Yeah. You know, anything. Well, they started the Hulk versus series, which uh, he fought Wolverine, he fought the Thor. I am always down for a good Hulk versus Spider-Man uh, throwdown. I think a direct-to-DVD movie would be a lot of fun. Get Josh Keaton to voice the Hulk. Get uh, the get the dude uh, that does the Hulk's voice in uh, the Avengers cartoon, which I think is spot on. I think that would be fun. And, Did you mean Josh Keaton to voice Spider-Man? Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, you said you, you said, said, you, you said the, the voice the Hulk. Oh, well, hell, 
How just <laughs> Keaton? That's why we really stretched. I wondered why. I was like, what's wrong with Keaton? He's awesome, but no. Yeah, we love Keaton. <laughs> How did Keaton do fine, both voices? No. It'd be epic. <laughs> I'm sure he could do it. Yeah. it would, it's just a funny thing to jump to. Like, let's just get Josh Keaton to go, Arr! Oh, hold smash, <laughs> you badass. <laughs> nice. That's funny, dude. That is quite funny. All right, you know what? You've been my favorite caller tonight. <laughs> hey! <laughs> what? It, it... You've been my favorite. Go on, you don't, you don't top Morbius getting eaten by sharks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd like to see Morbius get eaten by sharks in animation. That would be awesome. <laughs> Yeah. Byron, you got to post on the board. If you say you haven't done it before, you, you're you great poster. You got to do it. Yeah, we're All enjoying right. it so far, man. <laughs> I'll try. All right, man. <laughs> yeah, it's nice seeing meeting all of you, and good luck on the baby, Brad. I love the video. Oh, this thank morning. you, sir. Do you like the Ben Riley dig? <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, I like Ben Riley, man. He's cool. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> I, I was aim at Josh more than Ben Riley. <laughs> you mean Zach? what the hell? George, Josh, Zach, all of them. I meant they dig all of them. I'm just kidding. They're all clones. <laughs> They're all clones. Yes. All right, pirate. Have fun on the UK, man. Yeah, Good to talk to you. Have a great evening, guys. All day, whatever. <laughs> Thanks, man. Good to meet you. See you around. I look forward to the episode. And all, all right, that. bud. Later. What a good guy, man. What a good guy. I like. Oh, uh, and Morbius gets eaten by God, sharks is my favorite hilarious. thing. Hilarious. God. <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> of all the call-in shows, the question about Morbius getting eaten by sharks has to be one of my all-time favorites. Thank you, sir, for calling in. You do indeed rock. Okay, that one wraps up this episode. We have a total of four coming out this month, another hour of callers, and we have two more shows where we cover spider headlines, the reviews, and this month in spider history with JR. Before I go edit those, I want to give another shout-out to our sponsor, MailOrderComics.com. They want to be your local comic shop online. An example of their great prices is on the Spider-Man Animal Magnetism trade paperback. This one's pretty fun. It has uh, Spider-Man back and quack with Howard the Duck. It also has the Spider-Ham 25th Anniversary Special and the Ultimate Civil War Spider-Ham Story, written by JMS. And it also has Top Dog, number 10 from the 80s, where he uh, met the talking dog from Marvel's kids line named Star Comics. Now, the cover price of the book is $14.99. Mail order has it for just $7.49, which is 50% off the cover price. So check them out at mailordercomics.com. That's a wrap for show 121. I'm Brad Douglas, your host and webmaster of the Spider-Man Crawlspace.com. <laughs>